Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing as good as you could be doing. Anyway, I am so excited to talk to you and with you today about giving yourself a break, right? Learning self-compassion as a way to be kind to yourself. Now, I absolutely 100% know that sometimes it's really hard to find that self-care and that self-love when, I mean, sometimes we're going through a lot and we just beat ourselves up over it or like, how can I be so stupid? How am I, you know, so dumb to let this keep happening? You know, why do my boundaries keep getting crossed? Like, Whatever does come up for you, it's amazing how we can be so mean. That inner critic or that mean inner voice can just, you know, take over. And one of the key elements to taking back your power is to actually be nice to yourself. This is hard. This is one of the most challenging things that you're probably going to go through. And I know it was for me. And, you know, whether you're loving someone um, with an addiction or in my case, lose, you've lost someone to addiction, um, it is really, really hard to exercise self-compassion. It's, you know, sometimes, and I, I have the quote even in my book, is I once loved a man so much that I was fixing him while I was breaking me. And that is so true, right? Sometimes we feel like we, we want to help, 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 and we want to support and we want to make better and, you know, ease other people's pain. But what's happening in the process is we're, we're breaking ourselves. And just like, you know, the title of this podcast and the title of my book is, um, you know what, saving you is killing me. And that's exactly what it is. And, and how I came up with that title is that so many times I caught myself thinking that and feeling that. So there is a power of being kind to yourself when you feel like the world is against you and, you know, someone you love is slipping away, you know, between your fingers like sand, being warm and understanding to yourself is essential for empowerment and healing. So when you're suffering, when you're hurt, or when you're feeling knocked down, having the ability to turn towards understanding, turning towards acceptance and just inward love can actually help relieve your mental concerns. It can actually help you with anxiety. It can help you with worry. It can help you with insecurities. And science has actually shown that there is so much power in self-compassion. And so there'll be many episodes relating to self-compassion and being kind to yourself. But for the purpose of today is just a general intro introduction on understanding what self-compassion is and why it's essential to take back 
your power? And how can you use self-compassion for healing and empowerment and just learn those wonderful specific tools that will help you foster more self-compassion? So let's jump in. So what is self-compassion? And and how can it help us? So when we go through difficulties, we might hear that voice inside of our head. It's almost like that judgment voice that criticizes and maybe even shames us. This inner critic can actually take its toll. It can take its toll on our emotions. It can take its toll on our self-worth. The inner critic does not serve a purpose. It is not good for us. It might help us recognize where you know we might have gone wrong and and it might help us to try and keep us safe. But sometimes the volume on that inner voice is quite loud. And what, you know, what we might think we were missing, like we might feel like we're missing something, or we might feel like, you know, we're lacking in some sort of way, that idea and that feeling of shame that comes up when that inner voice comes. So basically, the opposite of your inner voice, the opposite of your inner critic that's acceptance. That's self-acceptance. That's self-compassion. So when your inner critic beats you up for challenges in your life, you become upset. You become beaten down and just feeling hopeless. So we often blame or we question ourselves for our choices, um, you know, for the choices that other people even make. Um, We all, the inner critic is sometimes there. It's, It's a critical inner voice. So Every one of us actually contains this inner voice and it can drag us down and it can actually make us feel worse. So we need to take a stand. We need to stand up to this inner critic and we need to shift towards this and I love to call it the inner nurturer. And this is, you know, when we become more compassionate and we become more of an encourager and we, we, this voice, uh, the inner nurturer is being your own best friends in the face of challenge, in the face of struggle. So they're very different, right? We have these, I know it sounds crazy. We've got these different voices inside of our heads, but the critical thing is, is that one can be very critical and one can be very nurturing. So that critical voice can really bring us down. It can weigh heavy on our minds and the voice that's encouraging can really bring us self-compassion. It can bring us encouragement. So there is good news in all this. The good news is, is that you can choose which voice that you're listening to. You're going to, you can choose which voice that you give attention to. So deciding which voice to give the power is really crucial here. And it really helps us and it can be quite empowering and help us to embrace our power. Now, I love Kristen Neff's work. So Dr. Kristen Neff, she wrote a book called Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself. She is a self-compassion researcher and she teaches us all about the proven power of being kind to ourselves. And some of the things that she talks about is how positive self-talk and the techniques of positive self-talk, they allow us to accept setbacks as a natural part of our human experience. She also talks about, you know, we need to stop beating ourselves up and we can leave insecurity and self-doubt behind when we stop beating ourselves up. 
I also love that she talks about having compassion for yourself is no different than having compassion for others. So if you think about that, right, you know, what does it feel to experience compassion, right? So first, if you think about um, to have compassion for others, you might notice that they're suffering first. And then having compassion for others might involve you feel moved by others and you feel like, oh, like you want to respond to their suffering. You want to respond to their pain by offering comfort, by offering support. So That is basically compassion. Having compassion means that you're offering understanding. You're offering kindness to others. You know, when they fail or when they make a mistake or when they're going through struggle, when they're going through challenge. So it's this offering up of kindness. It's this offering up of understanding instead of judging them harshly, right? That's the key. You're not judging people harshly when you're offering up compassion. So now it's fun to look at it that way. So we know how compassion feels to receive it from people around us. We know what it feels like, like having compassion for others, but self-compassion is a little bit different. So it involves acting in the exact same way, but it's towards yourself when you're experiencing difficulty when you're experiencing a sense of failure, when you're having struggle and challenge, it's about turning inward and acting the same way, not judging, offering understanding, offering up kindness to yourself. And now we're all going to fail. We're all going to have struggle. We all are having challenge in our life, especially when you love someone with an addiction. We have that energy of shame and disappointment and frustration and uncertainty and, you know, all the things we're being gaslit and all these things that really question, you know, what, what our worth, question us. And so the idea here is instead of judging, instead of being harsh, it's becoming your own best friend. So self-compassion really involves acting in that same way towards yourself when when you are having a difficult time, when you are feeling knocked down, when you notice that you, you know, are being harsh to yourself when you don't when you don't like something about yourself or the situation and you're you're not being nice. So instead of just ignoring your pain, that's not what it's about. It's about, you know, telling yourself, it's stopping and telling yourself, this is difficult right now. This is really hard. It's honoring yourself and saying things like, this is difficult right now. How can I comfort and care for myself at this moment? I'm going to repeat that because it is so important. How can I comfort and care for myself in this moment? This is huge. When you love someone with an addiction, it is common to feel inadequacy, shame, embarrassment, pain, and a sense of failure. And we, we try to rescue our loved ones. We, we beat ourselves up too on the choices that we make in the situation that's just un, it's unnatural. So it becomes really important to notice, like it's prevalent to think things like, why am I so stupid? Or how am I letting this happen? Or, you know, we end up judging or criticizing ourselves. So this idea of self-compassion is self-love. 
is where you show yourself kindness, show kindness towards yourself. You've probably heard about the importance of treating yourself with compassion and loving yourself. So I really do invite you to just, when you go through struggle, when you're going through the challenges in life and you are feeling and noticing that inner critic, switching that inner critic to a place of an inner nurturer. So when you go through the struggles in life, the elements of self-compassion and self-love are really important. Self-compassion brings about empathy. It brings about offerings of kindness and understanding towards yourself. So self-love is a state of appreciating you appreciating and a choice to be compassionate towards yourself at any given moment. So self-love is really a state of appreciating and choosing to be compassionate towards yourself at any time. Self-compassion really does mean that you are kind and you are understanding of all your imperfections, of all your perceived failures, and even your negative emotions. It's about being kind in the face of these negative emotions and experiences and failures and setbacks and imperfections. So I really do invite you to really understand and recognize that you're human. It's human and reality for all of us to have struggle and challenges in our life. Sometimes, some periods in our life more than others. So loving someone who is addicted is very painful and it's a different, very different thing to navigate. So it becomes essential for you to be gentle with yourself as you really do confront and experience these painful experiences that you might be going through. Self-compassion experts, they really do teach us that that we want to limit self-criticism. We want to offset the adverse effects while enabling us to achieve our highest potential and a more peaceful, fulfilled life. So if you're suffering, right, as a result of excessive inner criticism or negative self-talk, you know, when you love someone with an addiction, it's full of turmoil, manipulation, and despair, right? Like, so how can you feel good about yourself? It's so hard in that situation. So in private, I really do invite you to investigate, you know, when you're faced with this, when life is filled with stress and setbacks, ups and downs, and it's really easy to lapse into that negative self-talk and hear that inner critic. So it can be actually really challenging to feel authentically good, especially about yourself in this time. So it's essential to distinguish, right, that you want to take time for self-compassion. You want to turn inward and really offer yourself this self-love. And it's so important and it's so essential. So that's it for today. Just turning down the volume on that inner critic and turning up the volume on that inner nurturer, really embracing this idea of being kind to yourself, self-compassion, turning in when it could be very easy to be judgmental and mean to yourself, go to a place of honoring and appreciating you. That's it for today, everybody. I hope you got a lot out of this. I will be back again next week. I'm sending you lots of love. And don't forget, 
join the support group. We have a Facebook support group too, Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction, as well as an Instagram feed we just launched. Everything's brand new. My book is being released actually this Friday. So it's really, really exciting. Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction all about building back your back, tapping back into your resilience, tapping back into your power and building resilience. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreasidel.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.